This guy had a bomb in his bum. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Good morning. Monday, 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 Monday. <laughs> wow. You did have to say it so many times to rub it in. That is my like morning mantra for the first day of the week. Monday, 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 Monday. <laughs> Does it work? Uh, I don't know. Like, we see that Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. That was very hard. Huh? Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. <laughs> How was your weekend? Uh, it was packed. Uh, a lot of stuff to do. Did you do anything exciting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, boyfriend and I wanted to go up to Genting. Oh, oh, is it for uh, the lovely games of chance? No, no, huh? it's not lovely games of chance. Or oh, for the scenicness, the uh, <laughs> pictures, or what? Actually, for the cold air. And also, we wanted to check out the theme park, but we later found out the theme park's not even open yet. It's open, what? No, it's not. No, I've seen my friends take photographs of the rides in the theme park. No, la, only like influencers. Really? People. No, yeah, I'm yeah. no, definitely like Datin Street, Tiara Jacqueline had a picture. <laughs> yeah, well, that explains it. <laughs> Dato Tan Sri. Uh, only for, open for VIPs, la, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so well, did you did you do anything else then if you didn't, if the theme park was closed? No, so we wanted to like go early. Mm. Um didn't end up going early because we suddenly had so many things to settle before going and then on the way in the afternoon we're like excited and stuff mm. and my tire punch it was that a nail what happened no i think it was because i went in a pothole a while ago oh yeah so, and there's so, so many potholes now these days from your place to genting lah no from my place to work there are so many potholes <laughs> So uh, the inside of my tire ruptured, right? I didn't think anything of it. I thought like, okay, that's fine. Should be able to go. It was in the back of my head, mm. though. I didn't like. I didn't change the tire yet. So on the way to Genting, it exploded. It popped. Luckily, no lorries or anything were nearby. I casually just pulled over to the side as soon as that happened. Juanita, you just now said your tire punched. This is not punched. This is exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It exploded. Your, your tire exploded while you were driving. You yeah. could have careened off the road. Did you change the tire? We have to. You can't. I mean, we pulled over to the side. I we tried calling to. my insurance. My insurance didn't pick up. I tried uh, calling the plus highway because that was the highway mm. and you get free service. They didn't pick up. What? So my boyfriend was forced to change the tire. <laughs> but this, that's the thing, right? When it comes to things like these, I'm happy to subscribe to gender roles. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, Sarah, sure. sit in the car. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now suddenly like, no lah, show off your toxic masculinity lah. Please change this tire as masculinely toxic as possible lah. FM. So I've always wanted to learn how to drift. I think it's so cool. Drifting is the one where your tyres aren't rolling, right? Like your tyres are locked and the car moves sideways like screeching away. Yes, correct. That's the entire goal. That see is, how you drift. That is so dumb in my opinion because do you, <laughs> what? Know, know what, you know what people say, right? They say, wow, this is the best invention since the wheel. The wheel is an incredible invention because it allowed people to roll stuff around. <laughs> if you are going to be drifting, if drifting is the way things are supposed to be, you might uh-huh. as well have invented a square wheel. There's no <laughs> point. Just, just roll the wheel, guys. That's what it's meant to be doing yeah let's prove you're a square person douglas <sighs> okay so i went go-karting once and i'm highly competitive so oh. clearly i went all out in this race between my sister and her husband right <laughs> i drove how, pretty how old, how old were you for uh, this time i think 17 18 oh yo you yeah. muda muda already you like all this like <laughs> high adrenaline stuff yeah, yeah. Huh? love it okay. so i drove pretty aggressively hit the side of my body against the inside of the car seat you know every time i took a corner like oh. a fast corner the drift i hit the inside of the car seat there's no cushioning on it. Uh, no. 
Where, where, sorry, where was this go-kart uh, track? I go-karted in Shah Alam. <laughs> so that means probably there were there were cushions. They were stolen. Oi, it's my kampung, okay? Anyway. No, I, look, you were doing all these like dangerous manoeuvres. Did you actually hit any other cars? No, but okay. we hit a lot of tyres, got stuck a few mm. times, you know, because go-karting, you take a lot of sharp corners. That's yeah. the whole point, right? Once I went go-karting, I just spun. <laughs> and then, and then I got out I, and I was, I was like traumatized and I went away. <laughs> <laughs> so I came home from the go-karting experience. When I got out of the shower, I realized the entire side of my body was bruised. It was really scary looking at it. Did you break anything? Yeah. I broke the record. <laughs> <laughs> A stupid flex. Fly FM. So I FaceTimed my friend in Cebu recently, hmm. who's uh, part of the town council. Oh. She was talking about how they're going to be removing political flags and billboards, right? Because they have been obstructing traffic. <laughs> hey, why you laugh? It's a serious matter, yo. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking it's so ironic because mm-hmm. one of the main parties is going to be contesting in the Sarawak elections. Yeah. Uh, they're called the Gabogan Party Sarawak or GPS. Right. So it's <laughs> ironic that the GPS is obstructing traffic and needs to be removed. <laughs> That's true. So Several complaints about it, right, that were made mm. was that there were nails left because people were setting up the flags, left nails there on the road. Oh, so, tyres no. got punctured. Yeah, tyres getting punctured is very important because, Juanita, you punctured yours yesterday. I know. So, when I heard this from my friend, I was like very deeply affected, you know. I was like, I know how these people feel. It's expensive to change a tyre, okay? Okay. And then, flags, you know, being stuck on the tree could damage the trees, as we know. And um, Flags on trees could damage a tree? Yeah. How if you, you damage a tree? It's a flag on a tree cannot lah the tree cannot grow properly <laughs> wow <laughs> on top of all of this on top of all of this they are obstructing obstructing traffic yeah lah I mean because people can't see stuff Correct. that's the problem with the flags and this Correct. always happens during elections even don't care lah state elections it'll happen mm. general elections even worse there'll be flags there'll be banners there'll be posters all over the place yeah. and I've often wondered right a lot of money is spent on these flags and stuff like that yeah how effective are they because Okay, put it this way Juanita, have you ever bought something Because of the logo or the flag or the symbol? Uh, no, not really I wear things without logos uh, Okay, so why things. would you choose to buy something then? Well, if it's functional lah Like I think about Okay, can I use this for a long time? Um, and also, you know, the wearability, the, the quality Okay, so yeah. you, you make your decisions based on how it makes you feel and not, yeah. not not because it has a nice logo or a nice flag, right? <laughs> yes. Which is what I'm saying Because uh-huh. like, don't say lah People who go for holiday destinations, right? They come uh-huh. to Malaysia People come to Malaysia not because we've got a nice flag It's because we've got nice things in Malaysia I have yeah. never met anyone who wanted to go to France, right? Uh-huh. And I ask him, are you going there because of the Eiffel Tower? And they're like, oh no Oh, are you going to France because of the Love Museum? Because, uh, no Are you going to France because of the Notre damn cathedral oh no lah I'm going to France because I love blue white and red in side by side rectangles no one has ever said that Fly FM we know that the price of life is going up the right? price of life <laughs> sounds like a game show <laughs> wish it was now we've spoken about vegetables going up meat going up and it only makes sense now that the latest price hike to be highlighted is mama food and traditional Chinese medicine <laughs> what a weird combo <laughs> I never knew these two shared the same ingredients like I've never been to a mama and uh-huh. ever ordered nasi goreng goji berry <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah I 
was reading this article that said more than 1,000 restaurants have closed down. Honestly, I thought there were more than 1,000 restaurants. This pandemic uh, has caused untold havoc, man. So many of my yeah. favourite restaurants have had to close down because, mm-hmm. you know, they cannot get the workers. La. Uh, yeah. They suffered a lot of losses when people were in lockdown. Correct. They couldn't really transition to online sales or takeaway. So yeah. they had to close down. Shabu Garden, one of my most favourite restaurants in Pananinda, they mm-hmm. are closed. Uh, they say it's for renovation, but I think not. La. Yeah. And then last night, mm-hmm. oh, I went to my favourite Korean barbecue restaurant. I've been going there for 13 years now. <gasps> I sit there, I'm eating there, I see suddenly got a yellow piece of paper stuck to the wall and they're like, we're going to be closing at oh, the end of December. No. Thank you to all our visitors. Uh, they said that uh, we hope you have a good life after this. Oh, man. And oh, the mixture of emotions that went through my mind was ridiculous because I had this really beautiful piece of ox tongue, one of my favorite <laughs> barbecued foods. Yeah. It's exploding in my mouth, causing me so much joy. And then at huh? the same time, I realized I might not get to eat this ever again and sadness takes over. It was so confusing. Oh, so now you know what it feels like to be a woman when we PMS. What? Are you- <laughs> So what you're saying is PMS is like your favourite restaurant closing down. Yeah, we're like so happy and sad at the same time. We don't know why we feel all these emotions. But yeah, you're right. It is so heartbreaking. Um, One of my favourite restaurants as well closed down. Ohana, they Mm -hmm. had the best chicken mushroom pie. To this day, I'm still trying to find a chicken mushroom pie as good as that. When did they close down? Like five years ago. Then nothing to do with the pandemic, isn't it? We're talking about the <laughs> pandemic closing down restaurants, my wife. Oh, I, I thought just restaurants closing down in general. Fly FM. Yeah, yeah, and we've got football updates right now. Yeah, Juanita, give us the news. What? No, I don't have any <laughs> football news for you. Ah, la ma, Most I can do is talk in an English accent. So I will start with uh, the Suzuki Cup. As right. you know, Malaysia, we were on a roll. Uh, we uh, beat the first two teams quite mm-hmm. easily. Then we uh, went up against Vietnam, who are the defending champions, right. and we duly lost 3-0. Oh. Yeah. Who, who would have thought like Vietnam was going to be so powerful? But they are. They've been very good over the years. Uh-huh. I don't know what happened, but uh, they are the defending champions. Uh, to make matters worse also, uh, some of our players couldn't play because they got down with COVID. They got down with COVID. Was it a dance? Is it? You know what I mean. <laughs> came down with COVID. Moving swiftly along to the English <laughs> Premier League, yeah. all the top teams are pretty much eked out some decent wins. Manchester City won one nil against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Chelsea beat Leeds three two. That was a very exciting match. The final goal right. was scored in the like last last minute. You are looking at me like you don't care about <laughs> because anything. Because all I heard in that sentence was like Walrus. <laughs> You didn't even say walrus. No, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, Wanderers. What walrus? There's no walrus in the English Premier League. Okay. Hey, pay attention, Juanita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liverpool beat Aston Villa 1-0. This was quite an emotional game because uh, Steven Gerrard returned to uh, Anfield, but yeah. this time as the manager of the opposing team. Mm-hmm. Manchester United eked out a very lucky 1-0 win against Norwich, who are at the bottom of right. the table. So they should have won by a lot more. Mm-hmm. However, all of that is not really important because the only thing I'm concerned about the only is one. my team, Brighton and Hove Albion, uh, as expected, they did not play against Tottenham Hotspurs because right. Tottenham players were down with COVID. Right. Also, what were our Malaysian players doing with Spurs? Uh, cultural exchange, okay? Who knows? <laughs> so, I have a chance specially for the Malaysian Brighton and Hove Albion supporters club. Of course. 
Are we ready? Yes. Let's go. Seven, eight. Brighton and Hove Albion. We can be champion. Though we did not play, there's another day for us to beat someone. Then we whack everyone. Fly FM. Douglas, can you imagine yourself at 51 years old? What will you be doing? Oh, that's not very far away, no, Anita, actually. Uh, <laughs> at 51, huh? at 51, huh? yeah. I imagine I'll be doing a lot of stretching because you know, I'll probably get really <laughs> stiff joints by then. Now, so starting already. <laughs> right. So this auntie, 51-year-old woman, she hallucinated, climbed a 9-meter tree. That's high, okay? The bomber had to go help her come down and save the day. A 9-meter tree? Was it a fruit tree? No, it wasn't. Oh, thank goodness. Because you don't want to be up in a fruit tree, right? Then yeah. the monkey accidentally plucked the wrong boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <I> just, <sighs> <laughs> so juvenile the joke <laughs> so, This happened in Kelantan right It was one early okay. morning This auntie hallucinated Climbed up an acacia oh, tree Yeah luckily there were people around Neighbouring you know humans So they called Neighbouring humans, neighboring around, humans. Okay. They called the bomber to get her down Because she couldn't come back down um, Nine bomber firemen showed up mm. And helped her come down She was in a state of fear This poor auntie I thought you said she was in a state of Kelantan Oh my god, I cannot with you No, okay No, how did the bomber get her down? Because I've heard of bombers saving cats from trees uh-huh. And they usually bring a long ladder One fireman goes up, gets the cat down How did yeah. they get this this lady down from a 9 meter tree? Yeah, th- actually that's a good question I think <laughs> I think because it was 9 meters high They had 9 bomber firemen, right? So each took 1 meter And then they just passed her Pass down it from firemen <laughs> to firemen Maybe like, like how, how they like, they pass the bucket of water <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, to, yeah. to douse a fire <laughs> Hey, no Wait, this happened in Kelantan, right? Right. Maybe they didn't have to go up the tree. So all they had to do was tell the lady like, hey, you got to come down. This is the men's tree. <laughs> <laughs> you can only climb the woman's tree. Segregation, ma. <laughs> Fly FM. So this poor auntie in Kelantan got herself stuck in an acacia tree after hallucinating and climbing nine meters high. Nine bobo firemen had to come and rescue her. Question is, have you ever gotten yourself stuck anywhere? Ivan, yeah. what's your story? This happened when I was about six or seven years old. Okay. You know, it's a, it's a classic in uh, hide and seek. Oh, yeah. I, I, right. used to, I used to be very bad at hide and seek. They always find me. <laughs> right. For some reason, we were playing near the Long Kang. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but, but we were just around there. So, what happened was, I was, I was hiding in the Long Kang, right? And okay. I was trying my best not to make any noise. Oh, you actually right? really went in the Long Kang and hide, lah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dedicated like this place, oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm a really commodity person. <laughs> I, I see it to lose, right? So I'll do whatever I can to not lose. Oh, man. So I was hiding there and, and I was just minding my own business. And then all of a sudden, I, I heard my friend's voice uh, approaching me and I was like, oh my God, they're going to find me here? Yeah. So I had to come up with another plan. I have to, I have to go deeper. I have to no, no, that's not, that's not what you do when you're in a drain. You do not go deeper, my friend. <laughs> But I don't want to lose. That's the thing. And I'm guessing you got stuck in the long kang oh, lah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What, what happened after that? Okay, so my adrenaline was pumping, and I was like, okay, I gotta go deeper. And and I got deeper. Eventually, my leg got stuck. Right. And then, and I was freaking out because I was like, why? Why can't I move anymore? And and at the same time, I'm thinking, oh my god, my friend's gonna find out now. And I can't think. I, I need to escape now. I need to find another place to hide. But at the same time, I can't move. What's happening? Eventually, I got found, and and my friend had to call my parents to, uh, to help me. Was your mom really upset to find you stuck in a drain? 
Oh yeah, you sure was like all the places in back to the original place I found you. <laughs> oh, such a classic Chinese oh, mom. Why yeah. FM? So this poor auntie in Kelantan got herself stuck in an acacia tree after hallucinating. She climbed nine meters high. The bomba fireman had to come and rescue her. She's fine now, but it reminded me of how I was stuck once in a tree. No lah, I was long in a room in an apartment. <laughs> not even a tree house. Like, not even like nothing to do with trees. No. Just, just has to everything to do with stuck. Okay. okay. So I was locked in a room, um, and it was one of those combined family holidays. You know, with my parents and their friends and the friends' kids. Um, usually, all the kids will like gather together. They'll throw you all in one space to play by yourself. Don't disturb the adults. Right? Correct, correct. Okay. So we were all in the room. Were you the um, were you the eldest? Were you like the the, no. the precocious like uh, oldest person there, who, like <laughs> minding everybody? No, okay, no. I remember holding a teddy bear, oh, and okay. I think I was barely. Three years old at oh. this time, right. yeah. So one, there's always one kid, right, that locks the door. <laughs> annoying kid. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. And always one more kid that's too attached to the parents. They always want to go and see where the parents are. Okay. So this one kid who's too attached to the parents tried to open the door. Door was locked. Started freaking out. Everyone in the room started because screaming and crying. Because when one child starts screaming, it's yeah. like a hysteria kind, of, a mass effect one, right? Where yeah. everyone else starts panicking. Although there's no real reason to panic. There was no fire. There was no emergency. No. You were just stuck in a locked room. Yeah, correct. Okay. So everyone's freaking out. And then this one child, to this day, we still call him Vomit Boy. <laughs> so, so bad. No, no you're... really. Every situation that's stressful, he vomits. <laughs> so obviously, that was the first time that we found out, right? He goes in front of the door, vomits right in front of the door. Why did he do that in front of the I door? Oh man. <laughs> I have no idea. So now, the door's locked. There's vomit in front of the door. Yeah, you've we- got a vomit moat in front of the door. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's screaming. And then I hear my dad's voice very calmly mm-hmm. from the outside. Nita, Nita, come. Come and open the door And I say um, I cannot Because it's locked Yeah no And you are three years old None of the other kids Had any motor skills Or what Like no one else Could help here (laughs) No idea There's another six year old In there I don't know what The six year old Was doing (laughs) Okay So my dad calmly Tells me Just reach over I tell him There's vomit In front of the door He says Just reach over And turn the lock so I did lah. I I followed his voice. Mm-hmm. I reached over, turned the lock to the side, and then opened. Surprisingly. So you saved the day. Yeah, not even three years old, and I saved the day. Wow. That okay. That is either the most heroic story I've heard, or the worst escape room ever. <laughs> Fly F. So one of the worst things that you can do as a human being is pretend to be okay you. Uh, and worse than that is film yourself pretending to be okay you. Yeah, I think I know you're talking about those uh, social media videos, right? They were yes. out recently, yeah. Yes, this guy is one Isha. He has fairly a good amount of followers on TikTok, mm. right? He did a little skit. In the skit, you see him and his friend driving around looking for par- parking. They couldn't find parking. His friend turns to him and says, hey, I have an idea of what you can do, but it's a little bit weird. Uh-huh. It cuts the next scene where he's in an OKU spot. Right. He gets out of the car pretending to have cerebral palsy. Ah, okay, okay. This is not the video I had in mind. The one I saw was uh, two cyclists who used the OKU toilets. What? Uh, and then, yes, and they came out pretty much doing the same thing. Lah. Uh, so... Like uh, doing an impression of an OKU. So there are a few people that do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ras Adiba, our senator, called this guy out and scolded him on mm. social media as well for doing this. Okay. I Again, uh, as a comedian, mm-hmm. I will always be biased 
and I will say I will always support the joke. However, we have some rules when right. we are doing uh, jokes and we're doing funny content. The rule is you can either punch straight or you can punch up. In other words, if the person you are making fun of yeah. is on the same level as you mm-hmm. or above you, that's fine. That's why we can joke about celebrities. We can joke about politicians. You know, because those fellas, yeah. everybody's above us. Right. So that's, so that's fine. You don't punch down, so you do not make fun of okay you. Yeah. You do not make fun of poorer people. There's something that's not acceptable. Right. Uh, but I, I mean, you look at the intention or so. Like, because I heard this mm-hmm. person who uh, did the car park one, he had good intentions, right? Yeah. Apparently, he did this to highlight how people do this. Actually, park in OKU spots mm-hmm. and pretend to be OKU. So that's the thing, though. If you're listening to this and you do it, please don't. Please stop. Yeah, please do not park at OKU uh, parking lots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, do not use OKU toilets unless... Mm-hmm. Here's a big caveat. Unless it's an incredible hardcore emergency number two. <laughs> I confirm it's happened to you before, right? <laughs> yes, because that one I think people understand. Uh, emergency number two, bro. Fly FM. So one of the most anticipated Formula One championship races happened last night. Yeah, in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Hamilton versus Verstappen. Actually, there are more drivers as well. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it was the, the championship was between the two of them. Yes, because their uh, scores tied, but it was so dramatic. These are the highlights. Hamilton has the advantage. Verstappen has the faster, fresher tyres and Verstappen sets after Hamilton. Is Verstappen far enough back? He's going to make the lunge down the inside. Hamilton sees him coming. It's a late lunge by Verstappen who takes the lead of the race. Verstappen now snatches the championship trophy from Lewis Hamilton who's trying to fight back. Here comes Lewis Hamilton though, down the back straight. He's got a slipstream. He almost touches Verstappen. They almost make contact into turn nine Verstappen stays ahead in 2021 Max Verstappen for the first time ever is champion of the world so intense man yeah I'm sure it caused quite a few heart attacks (laughs) yeah so their points were um, tallied right on the their points were tied yes that's what I meant their points were tied <laughs> Verstappen and Hamilton yeah, going into the final race yeah uh-huh, but in the last lap Verstappen overtook Hamilton and he won the championship which is crazy because Lewis Hamilton has been winning like what seven Formula 1 championships four consecutive wins yeah, so that's far that's why he was so dominant that the sport was getting a bit boring unless of course you're a Lewis right. Hamilton fan or you're a Mercedes fan but mm-hmm. for everyone else it was like oh, yeah, another year another race <laughs> Uh, Hamilton win again So it was getting a bit boring right. The rivalry with Max Verstappen Really lit up the season The mm-hmm. viewership went up I mean the excitement The drama was all brought into the race Once again to Formula 1 And that's why this race in particular mm-hmm. Was mired in controversy Right What Do you think it's like a conspiracy theory? Uh, okay not really a conspiracy But I think some decisions were made Favouring entertainment As mm-hmm. opposed to sporting prowess right. uh, Some rules were interpreted in favour of Max Verstappen. That's what oh. a lot of people are saying. Like, but hey, congratulations to him. He's only 24 years old. Young yeah. Fleur. Like, young Fleur. He's world champion now. Mm-hmm. I think this rivalry with Lewis is going to be really good for the sport. I wish yeah. him all the best. I wish all of them all the best. This has been a really, really exciting. But what's important here, Juanita, uh-huh. is do you know who is a giant fan of Max Verstappen? Who? Uh, 
our boss. Yes, Aaron, <laughs> our boss, is a huge fan of Max Verstappen. Awesome. So I'm sure now he's over the moon, which is the perfect time to ask him for a raise. <laughs> Aaron, hello. Fly FM. So I've had to change my tires twice in the last one month because of potholes. Expensive, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Next time I see a pothole anywhere in my house or work, right? I'm doing exactly what the Kuda folks are doing. Plant banana trees in these dang potholes. Uh, so what? These people in Kedah are planting banana trees in the lubang <laughs> left by the pothole. Yeah, correct. So they had potholes in one particular mm. town uh, for two years. Okay, They got fed up, planted banana trees in the, in the potholes. And after the council heard about the trees, they immediately went over, took the banana trees out and covered up the potholes. <laughs> It worked Okay Hey Kadahans are very smart Now do you know why They specifically use Banana trees Why Because banana So the monkeys Will come and fix lah. <laughs> <laughs> No but seriously though It really did work Because it did End up getting fixed Kadahans surprised me So much right Because there are people Like these guys mm-hmm. Who looked at a problem And solved it creatively Yes And then they are The jokers in Kedah uh-huh. Who non-stop just Scold Penang Threaten Penang Like to You know <laughs> Cut off water supply To Penang <laughs> Constantly try to get Penang To pay them some money So you know There's a dichotomy That's going on here But hey <laughs> so Well true. done Kedah people mm-hmm. I think the rest of Malaysia Should menchontohi <laughs> These fellas We should all do What they did To fix our pothole problem Because If yeah. we did it We will solve Two problems simultaneously What? The first one Is the pothole problem law. Yeah. The second one We will also solve The soaring prices Of bananas Because <laughs> With all these trees Wow, we have a surplus, man. <laughs> Fly FM. People in a town in Kedah got very creative. They needed potholes fixed, so they planted banana trees in them. It worked. Potholes got filled up. So we're asking you, Debbie, have you ever had a different or creative way of fixing a problem? What's your story? When I was supposed to go for uni, okay. my parents allowed me to choose what I wanted to do and said, oh, you know, I can have freedom. Oh. But yeah, because they were pretty strict when I was in high school. Right, uh-huh. but right. they were also worried that I would end up mixing with the wrong crowd. Wait, wait, Chuba, Chuba, can I can I just jump in here? Sorry, uh, but were you generally like the goody two shoes type, or are they afraid you mix the wrong crowd because something happened earlier on, like when you were in high school or something like that? I like to think I'm a goody two shoes, but <laughs> obviously I have a tendency to you know do some stuff that my parents might not approve right. of, okay. as we all do. Yeah, but but you were not you were not a wild child lah. You were the you are considered good goody two shoes lah. So, okay, yeah. fine, fine. I'll trust you. We believe you on this story. <laughs> okay, continue. So, so they were worried that if you go to university, you'd start to, you know, maybe pick up some bad habits and make some bad people. Yeah? Yes, that's what they thought. So when I wanted to lay out with my friends, my parents wouldn't allow me to. So I ended up having like a big fight with them. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Then they came up to me and said, "Oh, you can go." But you have to take your little sister with you. Oh, but that is so leche. That's like, that's like having a so precocious... Okay, but how little are we talking about? Okay, like, she's like a few years younger than me. But you know, it's lame to bring your younger sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, super lame. But did that, did that solve the problem of uh, making sure you behaved yourself? Well, kind of. Okay. Because I didn't end up partying like how I thought I would. It was my sister who ended up having the most fun with all my friends. Ah, oh, no. She was a wild child, lah. Yeah, she's definitely <laughs> farther than me. 
Ah, uh, your your parents your parents targeted the wrong child. Uh. <laughs> your sister is smart. Why FM? People in the town in Kedah got very creative recently. They needed potholes fixed, so they planted banana trees in them. It worked. Potholes got fixed up. So we're asking you: Have you ever had a different or creative way of fixing a problem? So something happened in school. You were saying you were part of the rugby team. Then we went for a friendly match, and then we fight with the with the team ah, after dude. the match. All right. <sighs> Uh, because one of the one of the fellas lah keep mocking, mocking, and then mm. cannot tahan anymore lah. So all the forward team go hantam this guy, and then he become pancake all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Man. So what happened was that my coach says that okay, today we are going to do a community service with a little bit of magic. So all the forward team come and follow me. Oh, you know what happened? Ah, uh, what happened? The teacher asked us to tap one of the car from point A to point B. Oh my gosh! You all have to carry a car. Carry a car. <laughs> Ah, wait, so, so whose car was this? It's, it's the teacher's car. Uh, I still remember uh, Proton Saga Aerobac. You had ah. to, to carry his car from point yeah, A to how far was it? Uh, it was about 30 meters or so lah okay, from point okay. A to point B. But the thing is, he said that community service today, we need to assist this particular car to go to another parking spot. <laughs> the car has to fly. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I asked the coach. Uh, say, coach, how ah? Uh, how are you going to carry the car? Hey, you guys strong, right? You guys fight with each other. You fight with somebody else. Apa? Pada muka. Use your uh, strength lah. Pick up the car. <laughs> like, yeah, I hope there's a phone with a camera at that point of time lah, so yeah. we can take the memory. Uh, well done, but I mean, okay, but you learn your lesson and you all fight after that. We still fight lah because we become stronger. <laughs> become stronger. <laughs> ah, no. uh, but but fight on the field. Yeah. Make sure it's a professional ah, <laughs> and it's a clean game. Rugby players, ah. Huh? Fly F M. I can't even think of how to tell you this, so I'm just going to read you the headline, okay? <laughs> Bomb squad called to hospital after man turns up with artillery shell stuck up his rear end. Artillery shell, ah, yeah, a bomb, a bomb. This guy had a bomb in his bum. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is going on in the world? You know, like I know you've heard of gangsters, like when they threaten each other. Yo, I'ma bust a cap in your a, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right. This I've is never not a cap that. in the a. This is a bomb in your bum. Yeah, like, yeah. This, he he. Of people with military connections. <laughs> Full on. I saw the picture. The bomb was the size of his palm. Yo. How did it end up there? <laughs> so this guy shows up at the hospital with something stuck up in his bum. You know, the hospital <laughs> found out that yo, this is a bomb. So they had to call the bomb squad. A whole squad comes. So here's what actually happened. He said that he was going through his things. He found this shell, put it on the floor. Then he slipped and fell on it. You know that's a made-up story. <laughs> Right. You know because you know where these shells were were prevalent the most where? during World War Two during the war <laughs> yeah. you never heard of soldiers slipping and falling on artillery shells that never happened how come this guy <laughs> out of the blue like what fifty sixty seventy years later so ngam ngam he fell on the thing no lah. The fact is, I think he was doing something funny with it, yeah. and and now he's going to get teased for the rest of his life. I can already think of some names his friends are going to call him. You want to hear? Yes, I do. Okay, so the first one is A A A A World War Number Two coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one, this one. Hey, look, look, it's a kentut cannon. <laughs> 
And if he has like friends who are computer gamers, the moment he walks past, he's like, "Oi, oi, fire in the hole, fire in the hole." <laughs> Fly FM. So this happened in Serdang. This angry man sets a woman's car on fire. Ah, yo, why are there so many angry men running around setting cars <laughs> on fire, bro, bro? I think you misunderstood, lah. I'm sure she said. Bang nak naik kereta api Not kereta api Hello Joker <laughs> Yeah So here's the story right There's a CCTV footage Going around on social media Shows this guy Riding his bike He stops at a car Pours gasoline All wow. over it Then whips out his lighter And sets it on fire A proper gangster This fella Yeah Can you guess why he did it? Uh, the woman owed him money Nope No Oh, He likes uh, hot Wheels <laughs> I have no idea It's because she rejected his love She wasn't interested in him So he was heartbroken and angry That's not what you do When you're heartbroken When you're heartbroken mm-hmm. You call your friends You go and watch football And you cry Like what's wrong with this fella Yeah This is relatively normal It should not be But it's quite normal Guys get really angry In my experience uh, I've got it twice lah Okay Where this guy gets angry Because I've rejected him Don't bluff only twice. I'm sure you rejected a lot more men in your lifetime. But I might, I'll pretend to agree with you. Like, okay, so tell me about these two people. <laughs> I mean, it's normal, right? When it comes to dating, you mm. go out on dates, you talk. Uh, I actually don't know. I've not dated in a long time already, Wanita. But still, okay. I'm going to trust you on this one. So this okay. is modern dating. Yeah. You talk, see if there's, you know, things in common that yeah. you like about each other. Then mm. you go out, right? You have... A couple of lunches together yeah. From those meets You'll be able to tell If there's chemistry or not If you vibe with each other yeah, huh? If you don't Then you move on Yeah lah You just text right? them Or say no, Let's not meet up again Can we be friends Things like that lah right Yeah so, I, mean, I mean you don't even Have to be friends right Just okay. say oh, This is not working out Alright Sure <laughs> right? And, and, and some on. of these uh, guys Whom you've rejected uh, They have taken it badly Yeah very personally They take the How dare you approach Right Boy how dare you approach yeah. How dare <laughs> you say that I'm not good enough for you kind of thing and I've had to block a couple of them in these occasions because they just won't let up guys this is not the way to take rejection man if you need a lesson in rejection I mm. suggest you come and do stand-up comedy because we get rejected <laughs> all the time like yeah. new stand-up comedians you go on stage and there's 50 people there who don't laugh at your joke that is akin to 50 girls rejecting you <laughs> telling you I don't see you anymore cannot laugh these guys try stand-up comedy and fail you come up with the comedy club All the cars will be set on fire. <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.